Welcome to Art of the Float, where float centers thrive, a weekly podcast where we share our stories of starting and running our float centers while we provide insights and tips along the way. You can, as always, find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Art of the Float, and visit artofthefloat.com to find show notes, links, and pictures from every episode. I'm one of your co-hosts, Dylan. I own the float shop in Portland, Oregon with my wife, Sandra Calm. I'm joined with Amy of Float, float Nashville and Lance of the Float Shack in Red Deal, Red Deer, Alberta, Canada. And before we get started here, I want to give a shout out to a few new Patreon supporters. Patreon is a campaign basically out there to um, help support us, help support the, the work that we're doing on the show here. Um, gives thanks to us, which we appreciate a lot. But we're also planning on um, it being a little bit more than just a, hey, thanks, here's, here's $10 a month. Um, we'll be providing products and uh, discounts, things like that along the way. Um, our first product, if it isn't out by the airing of this episode, uh, will be out in just the next few days. So I'm really excited about that. Make sure that you tune into uh, Art of the Floats Facebook page to, to hear about that first product here. It has to do with marketing and uh, just making it a little bit easier for you to get customers in your business during the summertime. So we're stoked about that. But also when it comes to the roundtables, we're providing discounts for our Patreon supporters at the $10 level or above. So um, whatever you can do to bring our way, we appreciate it. And we want to send it right back to you with uh, quality, quality products, discounts, all that stuff. So um, oh, also, um, <laughs> just a little bit more about the Patreon is anybody who supports us in June is also getting uh, uh, float pictures that I took as well. Um, these are some really interesting ones. They're a little artistic to them. Um, a few of those are being donated to the Float Collective, and the rest are being given to uh, Patreon supporters. And so uh, they're they're pretty awesome, and I'm really excited to see how float centers use these images. And uh, we uh, plan on keeping that rolling throughout uh, the rest of the year here, getting those ideally monthly. We're not ready to promise it just yet, but we're just going to keep uh, keep sending photos uh, your way to our supporters here. So thank you so much for supporting us. And again, we want to give back. I also want to thank the people who supported us uh, this week. We have Chelsea Powers, who is donating. Graham Talley. It's a name that I seem to recognize. I can't quite place it. I'll look him up on Facebook later. But thank you so much <laughs> for supporting us. And Catherine Markovsky, thank you so much for supporting us. It Truly, it means means so much to us uh, that, that you guys are choosing to support us. So thank you very, very much. And if you are interested, our listeners are interested in supporting us on Patreon, it's uh, Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash Art of the Float. If you go to artofthefloat.com, you can also find a link to it there as well. And uh, one more time, thanks to Chelsea, Graham, and Catherine for supporting us this week. Really appreciate it. So um, we had our rap <clears throat> excuse me, our soundproofing roundtable. Still fighting this cold from last week. And uh, technically... This show is recorded beforehand, but uh, I assume it was absolutely incredible. I looked fantastic. It was great. People were amazed. I got a standing ovation, so that was really exciting. And again, it hasn't actually happened yet, but um, I'm thrilled for it to happen tomorrow. This is a really, really dense one on soundproofing information. We do have two more soundproofing, excuse me, two more roundtables coming up later this year that we're excited about. We're taking a break for a couple of months. Float conference is coming up. We're all going to see each other in person anyway, so let's just enjoy that. And then for the rest of the year, we'll get back to it and get get back to some marketing stuff with uh, with our roundtables. Also, I want to give a thanks to California Float Concepts. The uh, this is the Zach. He's he's just crazy. He's just a crazy guy. He's, the level of innovation that he's trying to bring to float tanks is absolutely insane. Um, just saw a few pictures today about uh, improving his three D three D printed. Uh, 
remote controls, wireless remote controls for his float tank, which I'm excited about. And he also sent me some behind the scene pictures. I'm going to ask him if I can throw those up on the website as well. But uh, some pictures of the soundproofing that's actually going into the float tank, because his idea is if we can help basically just make the float tank itself more soundproof, that's going to save you money overall rather than you know, soundproofing your ceiling, walls, and floors, doing everything um, that could be so expensive to that, reducing those costs by actually making <clears throat> the walls themselves soundproof. So he showed me the insides of those, shows me the insulation that's going inside those and the air gaps that he's actually creating in those walls that you don't get with uh, a regular float tank, specifically like a, a fiberglass float tank that you really have to design the room around that to make it soundproofed, which was a rude awakening for Sandra and I when we first... Uh, right before we opened and started floating, and I just wanted to cry into my float tank because uh, we didn't know anything about soundproofing at the time. But uh, go to cafloatconcepts.com if you want to check them out. And, uh, of course, we'll have a few pictures of what he's got going on on artofthefloat.com as well. Ooh, all right. Let's get this party started. Uh, we've got – basically today I want to talk about what um, – we appreciate in the float industry, like why we're actually doing this. We've talked a lot about uh, burnout. We've talked a lot about uh, float centers closing. And, you know, it's been a little while since we just talked about like what we love about this industry, why we love what we do, what we're looking forward to, all of that good stuff. And so that's what I want our, our main topic to be about tonight. But before we get there, let's just check in with each other. Amy, welcome. Another week. How are you doing? Well, thank you. Uh, another another week for sure. Yeah, I'm doing fantastic. It's been a busy one. So busy. I, I should hope so. After last week, there's some pretty special news there. <laughs> I know, I know, right? So, uh, yeah, so actually right before we got on to record this this evening, I signed a lease. Oh, oh, are you serious? <laughs> uh, are you serious? I am so serious. So now I'm <laughs> sitting here with my stomach upset going, oh, my God, what did I just do? Right, um, right. You know. Did you sign yourself up for it? Totally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, well, it was lovely having a home and a car. And, no. Um, <laughs> So do you have the keys in in hand? No, no, no. So he still has to sign the other part of it. So it's still not, it is still not a done deal, Uh, but, but it's looking, it's looking good. So I wouldn't be talking about it if I didn't feel confident (laughs) about it, because trust me, I've gotten to close to this point, at least four other times in the last, uh, last year. So, um, and I haven't said a word, <laughs> so feeling a right. little bit good now. It's gonna hopefully it won't that won't bite me in the in the butt. But um, yeah, so I so I, so I it's like that. you email or fax it back, and they just need to sign it, and then yep. it's that's like and officially then it's done. All right, that's official. All right. Um, yeah. So actually, right before I did that, I had a conference call with uh, my with Liz, who we've had on before, mm-hmm. and Mark Your and my realtor. Right. I'm so sorry. I should have clarified that. And Mark, and uh, because uh, this involves a business I'm doing with my father as well, I uh, was on the phone with my father, and we hashed out some details, and I'm expecting an architectural plan later this week, and it's just crazy. It is insane. So everything got really quiet, and I should have known, I should have known that when things get quiet, that means... It's just this. It, it really is the calm before the storm. Now huh. it's just like my calendar is getting full. <laughs> it's oh, this paperwork needs done. You need to call this person. You need a meeting here. It's getting crazy. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, signed a lease. Yeah. Uh, but lots of stuff going on though. 
not Beyond, just that. Oh, wow. Okay. Beyond that. Please, please. Um, yeah, Float in Nashville this week. We had a local news station come in and do a segment with us. That was exciting. That's always oh, cool. fun. I didn't know that. And yeah, yeah. That happened, uh, I guess it was it was Monday. And I don't know about y'all, but I always practice. I'm like, okay, these are the points I want to hit. Here's some, you know, I practice some. I stand in front. I look ridiculous. I stand in front of a mirror and I say some words and I get some phrases down. And then, of course, I don't know why I do that because the moment they turn on the camera, (laughs) it's gone. It's like, screw that. Everything I did, out the door. Um, Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, cool. That's fantastic. It it was an adventure. It was fun. And and how did you get that set up or did they contact you? Interestingly enough, uh, her, she said her boss's boss uh, is the one who set it up. And what happened, I, I actually was at the office when this happened. We had a gentleman come in. He said his, psycho- his psychologist, or ther- I'm sorry, his therapist had recommended us highly. And he wanted to come. He wanted to bring a friend when he came. Well, turns out this friend uh, is, uh, is associated with this news station and I guess pretty high up, and they both came out of their floats saying it was the most amazing oh, thing sweet. they had ever done, both of them. And she said, "Have you been on news? You know, have you been on this news channel five before?" I was like, "Well, I don't, I don't think so." She's like, "Would you be interested?" Well, gee, let me think about that for all of like two seconds. Yes, I'd love to be on it. <laughs> what do we need to do? Uh, and it started from there. So you never know. You never know who is going to be walking right. out of those float rooms. Yeah. that's why we try to make every float so. As good as we can, because you just don't know. Uh, yeah. Oh, and I have to give a shout out because today, and I'm so sorry I missed you, but Matt Kay from, I believe it's East Coast Floats, came by to float at Float Nashville today. He happened to be in town. And I'm oh, cool. so bummed I missed him. I was in meetings all day, but I know he and Mark got to hang out a little bit. And he was there, I, guess, I think, when we got our new t- we got our new T-shirts in today, which I haven't seen. Oh. Um, so... I'm so sorry. I love it when other float center owners or employees come to visit us. Mm-hmm. That's really special. Mm-hmm. So I'm really, really bummed know. I did not. They know. They get it. <laughs> and it's also nerve-wracking. Do y'all get nervous when other float centers Absolutely. Uh, people come? Yeah. You're always like, is it perfect? Is everything okay? Yeah. It, I, I, it's like I attribute everything to like a relationship, and it's like a date. You know, like they, they're going to judge <laughs> everything about you. They know. Yeah. yeah. They, yeah. they know the inside and out. So it's always a little nerve wracking, but more than more than anything, it's fun and exciting. Yeah. And so, Matt, if you're listening, I'm so sorry I missed you today, uh, but we we loved that you came by, and we're so yeah, excited. Yeah. And I hope you and Mark had fun. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. <sighs> Anything else? Or is that? I mean, that's plenty. Yeah. yeah <laughs> seriously, I think. Let's see. We signed a lease. Got on television. Matt K visited. I think. I think <laughs> I think that's my my week in a nutshell. At least this, the part that I remember. The rest feels like a uh, kind of a big blur. Um, nice. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I don't blame you, man. I I am amazed you pulled off all of this and signed a lease <laughs> and recalled enough to talk about it on air. That's very impressive to be. Quite I've honest. started taking notes. I've started taking notes during my week. It's like, oh, I need to remember to talk about this. It's the only way I I can get things. It's the only way I'd remember anything totally, at all. Totally. So sad, but it's true. <laughs> I, I do get that. That's what happens when you get old. Just as a little <laughs> reference, uh, if you want to hear from Amy's realtor, Liz, uh, check out episodes 80 and 81. We had her on a double double guest booking, and she she gets into it on, on those episodes. Yes. She's great. Whew, How man. about you, Dylan? Yeah. Well, pfft, 
honestly, I've just been battling this bug. It's been so bad. Uh, I've been so like spacey. I can't focus. And meanwhile, I've never been busier in my life. So (laughs) it's uh, been frustrating for everyone around me, which is good. And then I've been snippy to everybody around me, which just makes it really easy to to get along with me and get work done. So that's a plus. But um, pretty much every Tuesday we go into the shop uh, to get work done, do a little construction, you know, just keep fine-tuning the shop. And today I went in and uh, Emily told me, well, actually I saw the bumper sticker. I asked about it, but uh, we had three AWOL dance troupe members uh, floating at our place. And that's part of our, um, every month we do a special for a business. And this month it was AWOL dance troupe. And so it was cool to actually, later on I got to meet them and say hi to them and everything. They freaking loved their floats, which makes sense. I mean, these people, I mean, it's all physical, I mean, mental as well. Don't get me wrong. And, And that uh, combination of them, but, uh, yeah, they absolutely loved it. And so that was fun to be able to actually check in and say hi to them and see that, uh, these little, little promo kind of business outreaches are, are actually working. So I, I liked, liked actually being able to witness that. That's fun. Uh, beyond that, one of the main reasons that, uh, I've been so busy is launching our, uh, heroic summer float challenge. So basically, uh, this is like a yoga challenge. You know, everybody leaves their center during summertime. So, uh, it's yoga in particular, and that's very true for float centers as well. So to combat that, uh, well, technically we should have done this a few weeks back, um, because right about now, a lot of people are coming into Portland and they're, um, scheduling, you know, float massage and spacewalks and stuff like that. But we really wanted to test this out. Uh, and so what we're doing is basically a, a yoga challenge. It's a float challenge. In fact, it's a heroic, uh, summer float challenge. And what it means is, uh, throughout the month of July, we want people to float as much as they can, as much as they want to. And so you basically unlock different rewards as you're going, as, as you're floating. And so your fourth float is free. Uh, I, let's see here, you get a float shop credit at a different tier. I believe you're getting a 50% off spacewalk if you get eight floats. And um, this is the last minute detail that we haven't pinned down just yet, is how many floats you need to have to unlock um, winning a trip to Brighton Bush, which is a hot spring uh, just outside of Portland. So uh, one of one of our lucky floaters will actually win that as well. So like no matter what, you're unlocking these levels um, by floating. And obviously I'm, I'm assuming you're feeling better and better as you're floating too. So you're like actually understanding like the inward part of floating the benefits as well. And then there's, there's also the fun of the raffle as well, which is going to be really cool. Um, beyond that, I've been working with this really, really cool artist that does chibis. And a lot of people do these little chibi drawings. He's, he does them absolutely awesome. And what they are, they're, they're little cartoons with big heads, basically, which that, that sounds really silly, but basically it's just really friendly looking cartoon characters of, of people. And so um, he drew these different uh, styles of uh, people floating or the benefits of floating. <coughs> Excuse me. The first one that we have is like a Clark Kent chibi or, or you know, a, a nerdy guy tearing open his business suit and our float shop logo is under there where kind of you'd expect to see the Superman logo. And that's just the first thing that we put out on Facebook to let people know that this is happening and kind of give a teaser for what it is right before we give out all the, all the information. Um, and then every Monday we're releasing a new chibi on social media that basically 
shows a benefit of floating. And so we have these really creative visual aids to go along with great sleep, the night of a float, or the benefits of athletes floating or the post-float glow. Even self-love is in there. So like just these really fun uh things that are i think going to look really good on social media i've been having a great time working with this artist he's been absolutely amazing to work with and super responsive um with understanding floating because he's never floated himself and and really getting it getting it down right so yeah we're uh that is that is going oh and so there'll be posters on the wall and you know you'll be able to put your gold stars on there to track uh how you're going there'll be some fun chibis actually throughout the float shop as well so there are posters that are going to be on there going up july 1st and uh yeah so it's like boom get in there july it's on and then it it shuts down at the end and then we celebrate with the with the raffle victory as well oh i think we're going to do t-shirts as well t-shirts are surprisingly expensive when you want to do them right and uh i do like a quality shirt so we we may and we may not do that i might just make one for myself because these chibis are so cool looking but uh we'll 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 see I'd, i'd love to get them to our our people as well. Um, Oh, and one thing we might actually do is have our staff actually just have t-shirts as well. So just one more thing, like when you walk in, you see that they're wearing them. I know I need to make them really cool though, because our staff is, uh, they're uh, fashion forward. Uh, I can, I I am not, so I need to make sure it's actually (laughs) hip to wear. Uh, Let's see here. And gosh, I think I can talk about this. I'm I'm really excited. We're we're actually... um, kind of stripping down all of the float shop um, stuff that goes into these ads. And we're actually delivering them to the float community as well. So that's going to be the first product that Art of the Float is releasing is a downloadable uh, campaign media pack. And so basically everything that you need to launch this campaign is downloadable. You've got everything for your Twitter feed, for your Facebook, Instagram, you know, all the right sizes. And it's just all built in. There is a certain amount of uh, like Photoshop savvy that you would need to do things like putting the logo into the chest, things like that. So uh, Brian, our you know our behind the scenes engineer here, um, he's available for people to upgrade those and you know kind of customize it for your needs as well. So um, there'll be two tiers to to purchasing this, but um, it's incredibly affordable, and I'm really excited to get it out there to the float community and see how everybody else uses it because you know we'll be offering our template for everybody of how, how we've done it and our verbiage and everything, but I'm really excited to see how others do it. Maybe they do it for two months instead of one month and, and all of that jazz. But, uh, you know, marketing is just the hardest part. This has been so much work building this and then to be able to give it to everybody else. Uh, and obviously this artist has been building it for everybody else as well from the beginning as well. So, uh, just really cool. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited, excited to see once it's into the wild, what, what everybody does with it. So that'll be really fun. That's what I've been up to this week. <laughs> so, Woo, yes, that's a lot. Just trying to save my voice. Lance, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing not too bad. Yeah, not too bad. I don't have much to really uh, cue in this week. Sort of Matt's been, yeah, Matt's been running everything, and I've just been uh, doing my thing and working. Your your so. social media on the back end, right? Uh, yes. <laughs> Which I, I haven't got out. I haven't met any of my goals just due to, oh, you know, other things going on in life right now. And, yeah. You know, so uh, Matt's, he's, he's running the show. That's that's him. So. And how, how is he doing? I, I mean, do you guys have check-ins? Yeah, yeah. I've been calling him every couple of days and just checking in with things. But he's doing he's doing quite well. So. Nice. 
Because, uh, yeah. And are, is he planning on releasing any campaigns for summer or anything like that? I know you had talked about, ah, uh, shoot, it's not 4th of July, but uh, essentially your guys' independence. Americans. <laughs> I <know>. Americans. <laughs> Americans. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's our candidate. It's the same year every year or same time same every year. year. It's <laughs> three days before Independence Day. Yeah. Um, we also celebrate Noted. that as our birthday. Um, so that's actually this Saturday coming up. We'll be celebrating our third birthday, and we have our sale, a little party going on right. for that. And, uh, yeah, then it's on to some other things uh, in the summer or in uh, July, I should say, which, yeah, is on Saturday. <laughs> right, right. Cool. Awesome. And how are you feeling? I mean, this is – is it two weeks or is it three weeks well, uh, that I, you've been away from my third week. Um, I'm still pretty stressed out. I got a lot of, a lot of personal things in life that I'm sort of, you know, transitioning to that's selling my house, sort of downsizing my things, moving yeah. it to, to where I am now and trying to settle in at the position I'm at now and trying to stay on top of, um, all my remote work from the float jack and podcasting round tables, you know, all that yeah. stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, God bless you, sir. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for what you're doing. And uh, just for anybody who, I don't know if is listening to the show out of order, Lance is working over the summer to support, um, What? How, how would you describe it, Lance? Uh, mostly it's just to put money in my bank because I sort of, um, it's went out. You know, uh, being an entrepreneur, <laughs> running a business, it's went out more than it's uh, came in. So uh, I'm just, uh, yeah, trying to get some numbers in the bank again. <laughs> There we go. Thank you. Yeah, just to, just to catch everybody up here. I want to talk about, and this will be great, Lance, I want to talk about why we love what we're doing, why we're doing this. But first, yeah. I, want to, I want to implore everybody to fill out the Flow Industry Survey. This is something that is free to everyone. There's no reason that you shouldn't fill it out. It's easy to do. There's not a lot of questions in it. It's, it's a pretty quick survey to fill out. It's on floatanksolutions.com forward slash survey. Uh, there's a lot that Float Tank Solutions does that's great for the community. And this is one that's great for the community and is free. So please do this, answer these questions so that everybody in, in the industry can actually get a snapshot of what's going on. And it actually actually is really nice for the people who are just trying to start out now, people who are trying to get funding to see um, that this actually is a growing industry and, and how people are doing in this industry. So um, the the numbers from the survey can actually be quite helpful for for um, new floatrepreneurs as well. But honestly, just on a personal level, I I love looking at this data and just seeing seeing where we're at. And as I've mentioned before, looking year over year is always absolutely fascinating. So again, floatanksolutions.com forward slash survey is where you want to go um, to to check uh, check out the survey, fill it out, and help support the community here with one of these free um, free things for the community. Thank you very much, <clears throat> Amy. What what are you doing? What do you why why a second why? flow center? What what are you doing? This is a good question. <laughs> this is actually a really great question because you know I I I have asked myself this question <laughs> before good, good. Um, many times. But no, it, I, you know, there's a few reasons, and I, I know we're gonna I know we're gonna um, talk about them tonight. I, I won't just go through and list them, but mm-hmm. honestly. Uh, the reason I have to admit the one of the big reasons I'm doing this right now is because, you know, I want to do it right. 
when I first started our first float center, we started for Float Nashville. You know, we we were the first float center in Tennessee, and they didn't know what to do with us. And there was a lot of they made us follow a lot of rules. They made us do a lot of crazy things that. You know, newer float centers, they don't have to do, I mean, they still have crazy rules. Don't get me wrong. Um, But they don't have to do as much. They didn't have to go through the rigmarole. They didn't have to to go through the learning process we did. And, you know, there was nothing else to compare it to. So I went kind of small. I wanted to make sure that I felt comfortable that we could cover our overhead. And so starting a second float center is really an opportunity for me to do it right. Um, you know, we, we hit the wall. We have these limitations. I can't fit more than three float tanks and I cannot fit anything else in that space. You can't fit more people and, into that space. Yeah, <laughs> like, I know. Seriously. I, I've no heard joke. Sometimes your office is like in the, in the back of like yeah. the laundry or something. The laundry, yeah. Mm, yeah. No, they, they set up a little, uh, one of those TV trays. Oh no. And um, they put it in the back and, and I have a little chair. And the problem is anytime somebody comes in to bring in laundry when they're changing over the rooms yeah. or at the sink, I have to, I have to move my little my little desk. Oh, that's so funny. Um, yeah, because that's all we have, and and you know, <laughs> it it can be a little frustrating, and and I, I don't want to say we we've dialed everything in because there's always room for improvement, but we're getting to sure. that point where our our space is as full as it's going to be. You know, we're mm-hmm. hitting those higher percentage of mm-hmm. f- of being filled, mm-hmm. and. I like a challenge. Come on, I'm like most entrepreneurs. I like, I I kind of like as much as I complain about it sometimes. I like being in the thick of things. I like that excitement of, oh, we're, we got a problem. How are we going to solve this problem? Right. We got to solve it in the moment. We got to pivot. We've got to be flexible. Mm-hmm. We've got. Um, that's kind of fun for me, and yeah. I think it can be kind of addictive yes. um, to anybody who's an entrepreneur at heart. So honestly. I, yeah, I, I honestly, I, I, a lot of it does have to do with the challenge. I, I enjoy the challenge. I enjoy the people. I mean, I'm really, honestly, yep. I'm doing this. Well, why I'm in the float industry is because I love helping people. But why we're starting the second one is because there's a challenge there. It's a bit, it's a new, it's a, it's a place to, to explore some new things. And yeah, I'm, I'm excited I, by I, it. I, I get that. I actually, I was just listening to a podcast. I wish I could uh, think of it off the top of my head here. I'll, I'll try to add that to the show notes. It was a really great podcast. It's all about um, people who have made it big with their business, and they're talking about kind of that that process. And this woman was basically, she was really humble about the fact that she loves the startup phase. She loves solving problems. She loves mm-hmm. something being broken or people saying, you know, that this is kind of this business is DOA or whatever. And her just bringing life to it and making it uh, a functional machine. I mean, and very profitable too. She was actually working a nonprofit. I, I know the show is actually called Masters of Scale, but I can't think of the guest at the moment. I'll try to include her name too with a, with a link to that episode. I highly recommend it. And actually Masters of Scale is just really fun, uh, really cool podcast. Um, uh, and you know, not you don't want every podcast to be about somebody who's incredibly successful with a crazy business, right. but sometimes you want a little bit more down to earth <laughs> business information as well. But uh, like startup is a great great podcast for that, a um, little mm-hmm. bit smaller scale. <clears throat> but uh, yeah. anywho, yeah, I th- just what you're describing sounds a lot like her. And it's like, oh yeah, that's a very particular entrepreneur right there. That's a very particular person who feeds off of that. And so nothing's wrong with the fact that you know once once that business is dialed in you kind of start having this hunger for the next thing that's just in you. It just turns you, turns your crank. 
And I'll be honest, I wasn't sure the next thing was going to be a float center. I, you mm-hmm. know, I'd, I'd gone through this. If anybody's been listening from the beginning, you know that I actually tried to start another one. I was purchasing a building um, two years ago, and the whole thing fell through in a really dramatic, fiery, horrible way. Um, and at that point, you know, my my confidence took a, mm. took a big hit. Um, now, as I get older and wiser, I realize, you know what? My confidence shouldn't have taken a hit. These things happen. You mm. get better. You li- if this happens, God forbid, I'm not putting this. I shouldn't put this out to the universe. But if this happens <laughs> to me again, um, it won't be such a such a big deal. I'll take it a lot more in stride this next time. Um, but the other thing, too, I uh, you know, you always want to end. If, you, if you're going to do something and you crash and burn, I always like to make sure I do it again to make sure that that ending, if that's my last thing, I want to make sure I do it right the second time around. I don't want to. I don't want to leave with a bad taste in my mouth. I don't want to walk away with a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah. Um, so I didn't. I wasn't sure at first if the float center was going to be again, but um, I had very specific parameters, but they were met, and now I'm standing on the edge of that precipice with my stomach in knots, mm. and I'm mm. signing these lease numbers and looking at the numbers and. Going, oh my goodness, that's a lot of money to have to make every month. This is the fun part. Um, Isn't this so exciting, Amy? Are you so happy? <laughs> it's like I'm so I'm excited and terrified yeah. and everything at the same time. It's and weird. I'm sure I won't. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's, it, it's like climbing a crazy mountain or something. It's mm-hmm. like, uh, yeah, that's awesome. It's going to be beautiful, great, cool train for it. And then it's like, oh my God, this is breaking my body. This is this is absolutely <laughs> terrible. But truly, yeah. there there is a drive. I mean, there's a, the reason we scale mountains, and the reason uh, we open a second location or the first location. Yeah, it's it's in us to do and to complete, yeah. to finish. You know. And actually, you yeah. mentioned in the second uh, wanting to like kind of do it right, yeah. uh, or like now that you know. That reminds me of mm-hmm. Gary V because we. Uh, engineer Brian and I went and saw him, or at least his hologram. His hologram. God, pay to see his hologram. That was cool. Uh, oh, it was a live stream? No, it was clearly pre-recorded and cut into segments. But hey, you know that's fine. It, it wasn't clear that it was a hologram. Anyway, uh, no, no bitterness. Obviously, <laughs> lots of love. Uh, but uh, Gary V, who, who actually was my favorite speaker there, <clears throat> talked about that he once he got his first one. He wanted to n- prove to himself that this wasn't a fluke, that he's actually mm-hmm. an entrepreneur and he can do this again. He's, he's good at business. And so he's created businesses beyond that uh, to kind of prove it to himself. So I, I, that's what I, I see. I see a little Gary Vee in you there, too, as well. So. <laughs> a lot, a lot My of hustle's a little slower than Gary's. <laughs> yeah. but, uh... and your voice is a lot sweeter, too, by the uh, way. You know, yes. A little easier to... I don't drop as many F-bombs, at least on air. So <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, maybe, maybe just on air. <laughs> we'll have to have an explicit episode at some point where you can uh, really just hear how Amy talks off the air. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know if anybody's ready for that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I mean, come on. So I'm on I'm on the air right now with two other really big entrepreneurs. And, you, and I'm pretty we sure both of you have... Yeah that drive as well. I'm not the only one. You mentioned Dylan. Lance, do you have that? Do you feel that? Are you ready to, whether it's the float business or, or what, or anything, do you have that drive to kind of keep moving and creating your own future? Uh, yes. Well, this is a good tough. one for Lance right now. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. It, it's fucking, <laughs> I just, I just swore. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can delete that out of there. I think we're keeping it too <sighs> real, too real. Yeah, no, it's, it's tough. Like there's a lot of accountability, um, a lot of, a lot of 
time of investment or a lot of investment of time, a lot of investment of money, a lot of sacrifice, um, personal sacrifice that then sacrifices to your family, your friends, mm. your personal relationships, your your outside life. Like it's sort of something that radiates out. And um, I think it, it takes time to truly say, yes, this was a success um, mm -hmm. in the midst. Now I'm in I'm in a journey. I'm you know, trying to get to this end goal, which, you know, you're getting thrown curveballs and you have to go off track and all these things um, come up. Um, but there's something special about creating your own future and being a creator and and taking something from nothing and, and making it something that others can enjoy. Um, that's, that's magical and it feels good yeah. um, when you can step back and look that every day you're you know, you're helping people, you're contributing to your community, you're employing people, which helps put food on their table for their families. Like all these things feel really good about running a business, but balance, balance, mm -hmm. balance, balance. Do I think I could do a second location now? No, uh, uh, I, I could not do this at, at this point um, where I'm at totally. uh, personally. Um, you know, a lot of life changes happening. Um, I'm at this point in my life where there's transitions that are, are coming up and I need to decide what's the best way to deal with that um, by taking on more work and, and setting higher goals or trying to balance that while, you know, bringing everything up with that. Um, being an entrepreneur is, it's, uh, it's great. It's, it's great to, like I said, build that, create that. You're not... Like right now when I'm working as a mechanic, I'm working for somebody else who is creating their dreams and meeting their goals. And I'm, you know, part of their dream to get there. And when you're on the other side and, you know, you're putting these plans in place and you're executing all these things, it's it's a completely different uh, standpoint. Mm -hmm. yeah. what, what would you maybe tell Lance from three years ago before he got started like when that was you know bubbling up and, and talking about creating your float center what might you say to your previous self uh just do it <laughs> I don't know I wouldn't go back and, and change anything huh. I would just uh you just do it it's all part of the ride it's all part of the journey your ups and downs your your falls your climbs it's all you know it's all there for a reason you're all meant to to learn those lessons and Hopefully what you learn while building a business and doing multiple locations and everything else you take on as an entrepreneur, you can take those lessons to all aspects of your life. Huh, and they help right. you become a, a better partner, a better friend. Uh, um, they help you, you know, love yourself more. They really do. Um, but it's patience, you know. <laughs> I, I, I haven't found the definition of patience yet because you think patience is this long, but then huh. it's actually this long. But, you know, it's... Patience, okay. patience, patience. Going back to Gary Vee, that's something he says all the time is, is patience. Like, slow down, you know. You're only 35 years old. You got plenty of, huh. you know, life to live. It's Nice. You know, and he says that to, you know, 40, 45-year-old people, 50-year-old <laughs> people. Slow down. Patience. Patience. So. Nice. And and just like because people feel like they should have reached their goals already, they should already have got to something? Or how does he talk about patience? Uh, yeah, it? a lot of a lot of people, you know, when I hear him talk about it, it's a lot of, you know, people in their mid 20s, 30s. And, you know, I've been working for three years now and it's not where I'm at. <laughs> and he's like three years, you know, on the on the spec of things, three years yeah. and you want all this return. It's like, no, patience. Nice. You know, stay cool. committed. Keep showing up. Do what you have to do. Be patient. You know, 
that's one thing with me is, is being patient and, you know, me going back to work. That's something I didn't think I'd have to be doing, but I think it's a, a mature and responsible decision that I've made for the business and myself. Um, it wasn't an easy one, but when you have to step back and, you know, uh, think of, of what's best for, uh, success personally and, you know, in a business and, yeah. Sometimes those decisions aren't easy, but in the long run, with the, the patience, yeah, they, yeah there, there's often a gain from that. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, patience and yeah. balance, those are two very important things. Good call. And I think I think it's harder, you know, as someone who's in my <clears throat> mid late forties or so. Um, <laughs> You can you can beat that out later, uh, but you know patience does. You do have a tendency to start thinking about things differently, and patience does kind of take on a different huh. urgency. Sure. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I, sometimes I think, am I crazy starting a new <laughs> business at this age? But uh, but yeah, no, it's it's fun, and and it's part of like Lance said, it's part of the adventure, it's part of the fun, it's part of the challenge, and and that's one of the great things about running a float center. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, if you think you're getting into this business and you're like, okay, I'm going to get in. It'll be a pretty easy ride. I do my marketing, everything, you know, I go home at night, man, are you in for the surprise of your life? Yeah. Yeah. But I do think for the people that are in it and have been in it for a while and have stayed, oh, come on. Y'all have a little bit of that adventure seeking, challenge right. seeking, yeah. um, uh, part. There's, there's a little part inside of you. Like I would say, it's, you know, I think, to run a float center, salt water runs has to run through your veins. You've got to have, you've got to be, you're in it to win it. I. This is one of those go big or go home industries. At a nice gotta 94 degrees, yes. Uh, or somewhere around there, depending on your area and weather. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's, uh, it, gosh, the more we're, we're talking about this, it makes me think like it's like running a marathon or like these things where it's like, yeah, I can run a marathon. And once you do it, it's like, oh my God. God, this is insane. <laughs> like, this is a <laughs> My legs are going to explode or I'm just going to fall down. And that's so much of, of running the float center, especially at the beginning, was just, oh, my God, I am still running here. I have nothing. I have no juice. I have no energy. I'm still running and I'm discovering something about myself, just like, you know, an athlete does. Or I mean, or not even an athlete, just somebody running their first marathon or, or a marathon. Unlike Brian, our engineer Brian, he doesn't train at all and then he just does marathons, which really, really pushes my buttons. So maybe he should start his own business. It'll be super easy. That's great. <laughs> oh, wait, he, he owns Art of the Float. Maybe, uh, maybe, yeah. maybe it is There's easy that. for him. I don't know. <laughs> um, but, you know, you, it's funny. You compared it to a marathon. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Um, you compared it to a marathon. And, and like you said, in the beginning, it's really tough. And your legs get rubbery. And, and oh, you start yeah. to wonder, can I do this? But then somebody hands you a cup of water. Or somebody's there cheering you on. Yeah. Or somebody's yeah. holding a sign that says, you know, you're awesome or whatever. And it's the same thing in the float industry, um, which is another reason why, let's face it, why we love being in this industry. I don't think anybody would deny this. But all those people that we that we come across every day that we're helping that, you know, that make our day. Absolutely. We're doing it because that is probably one of the most awesome and rewarding things that happens in our daily, uh, daily life. That's the cool thing. It's daily. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, if if you're going into work, you get it. Yeah. Like you, you will see people walking out of their clothes and and they want to talk about it too. They want to share a, a lot of them do. Yeah. 
Maybe I'll pop in since I heard uh, Dylan call me out. Agent <laughs> <laughs> hey, Brian. I'd say, uh, I don't know, one of the biggest things about races is so much of it is that mental hurdle, right? It's mm-hmm. like your mm-hmm. brain has never carried your body 26 miles like right. in a marathon. Like, it's a terrifying prospect. But once you've done it once, twice, three times, like, once you become aware of what you're... We are all capable of so much more than we... And we think, mm-hmm. and once we realize what we're capable of, like once we set that new limit, like it becomes easy to get there again. And I think that's that's true for owning a business as well, right? Like you, you know, I've seen all the work that you do in the float shop, and I'm like, man, like that is a lot of construction happening, like <laughs> day in day out. I wouldn't be able to handle that, um, but you handle handle it with such ease now. Well, so, you're, you're so much it. ease that your mom thinks all I do is lounge on the couch at the float <laughs> shop, actually. <laughs> That's one of my favorite anecdotes from your family. They they visited, and uh, we, had a, we had a great time. I was hanging out in the lobby, like I would with any customer coming in, wanting to talk about floats. Like, I was just giving them my time. It's It feeds me, and it, it's good for the business. It's all great. And then I get some feedback from Brian. What, is, what does your mom say? Yeah, her impression, just like because you weren't folding towels or something, it's like, oh, so Dylan just like kicks back and the business runs itself? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Not at all. (laughs) This was Um. years ago. (laughs) Cheers to that. Thanks. Ah. Thanks, Brad's mom. Uh, but 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 honestly, that kind of is the impression I, I want to give is, I mean, in, in front of the scenes, it should be all relaxed and everything. And uh, yeah, both Amy and Brian, you talking about those things is like when I first got a, a bike, um, I wanted to start cycling. And there was this one crazy hill at the end of my ride that the first time was absolutely insane. And I w- refused to walk my bike up it. I wanted to finish it, but I hated it. And within just a few weeks, um, it, you know, it was easy to ride up. And I'm sure a lot of that was my muscle training. But then I stopped riding for a while and then hopped back on that bike. When I got to that hill, it was just as easy as the last time I had had done it. And that wasn't because of the muscle. It was because of the, the mental aspect of it and just knowing I will get to the top of this. I don't need to listen to the pain and all that stuff. It just, I'll just get to the top. And I think that is definitely uh, part of an entrepreneurial lifestyle is just you just get used to it you just know that you can get through this week or this month and you get used to some of the the fears that come up and the bills and all these things that can can zap you a bit that uh, this is this is just part of the game and this is part of the lifestyle I signed up for and and you roll with it I don't know is that true for you guys do, do, oh, yeah. do you just get accustomed to a little bit of that? You know, I still like right now, I still have those feelings like that fear coming up. Oh, and I have I that. Bet and, you like, do. But I two. know that tomorrow morning, um, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to look at my to do list because I've been slowly, you know, putting things on my schedule and that sort of thing. And I'm going to get that tunnel vision and I'm going to be like, I'm going to plow through this list and I'm going to keep my eye on the eye on the prize yeah. boy that's like I'm throwing all kinds of cliched we got our own Gary Vee on tonight uh, <laughs> but you know you do you've got to it happens I mean that's just part of it and and I'm not the only one I, I think 
the hardest thing in the beginning, it's almost like that training to get up that hill. In the beginning, I panicked a lot right. more, and I yeah. panicked for longer. Panic. I panicked longer. That's such a good word. <laughs> panic. How much I've, like, Sandra and I have panicked, yeah. Everything was panic. It's like, oh my God, did I did I make the choice on the right towels? Did I, did I order enough towels? Did I get enough hand towels? Oh my God, what if everybody hates the shampoo and conditioner? <laughs> I am so screwed. It's like, oh my God, Grimes, seriously, it's a gallon of freaking shampoo. They don't like it you go get some new shampoo <laughs> you didn't order enough towels all right no big deal we uh, go and order another box it's okay this yeah. is fine everything's fine but so things aren't as yeah i don't panic quite as often but i still panic <laughs> just short times and, and yeah it, i guess it is kind of how you deal with that panic too right it's like yeah. i have a yeah, list of things is. i need to do that will help me with this panic yeah like yeah it, yeah keeping i got the fear i got the hunger still like I'm not Mike Tyson at the top, but I got to stay hungry to stay on top. I, I still got, I still got to climb the mountain. So here's here, here, here are the things I actually need to do to accomplish that to continue going up this mountain. It, it's amazing how signing your name on a very large loan will motivate you <laughs> <laughs> to just go. Yeah, you know, my move. baby girl, that was uh, her being born. <laughs> I, I swear to God, just a few weeks after, actually, it was it was before she was born. I started really feeling it, but after she was born, just like man, putting. Uh, bread, uh, bread on the table, that 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 got real. And you know, I think people talk about it, but I didn't know. Like, oh wow, that's like in our DNA. That that is a crazy thing to help motivate me uh, to provide for my family. That wacky. That's that's crazy. But yeah, signing a lease that'll do it too. <laughs> signing a lease, signing a loan, whatever it takes. Adding those numbers up. Ooh. Oh, especially, don't do math, Amy. Especially if you have to put personal guarantees in the in yeah. any of that. That's yeah. when. Yeah, have you all yeah. done personal guarantees? Uh, pretty much every lease I've ever signed yeah. required a. Per you know, you always say you always leave that part out, and they always come back and ask <laughs> if you're going to be yep. a personal guarantor. And uh, you know, so yeah, that's all part of it. And and uh, my financing this time, I I did not. I don't like SBA loans, mm -hmm. but um, so I did not get one, which means that yeah, my my butt's on the line a little bit more. But it gives me more flexibility, so you know you make those choices. And more fire, <laughs> and more fire under your butt Yay. for sure. Something Amy really needed more fire yeah. under <laughs> her ass. Yeah. There are some days uh, when, trust me, I do. I all have to do though is think of that, and I'm I'm gone. I'm I'm on it. It's all good. You know. Yes. Oh, I was gonna say I, I'm ready to bring up something else. The, a, this is kind of silly. But I want to know if I'm alone in this, why I love coming to work every day. Okay. So when I opened, um, having a float center was kind of like having a, a cool kid magnet. You know, I was not super popular in school. <laughs> I was um, I was the book nerd and I was the theater geek and I was the chorus geek. And um, so, you know, I was not life of the party uh, kind of girl. But it's amazing, especially having the uh, – it's true, you know. I <laughs> Gotta, gotta relive that, fix those things somehow. Um, you know, it's kind of the cool kid magnet. People are, people are really fascinated and people mm -hmm. think it's kind of cool that you own a float center. And it always, it, I shouldn't say always, but it often gives me some pretty fun and unique opportunities. Not necessarily business opportunities, but it opens doors sometimes. Uh, you know, uh, People are fascinated. Oh, uh, you want to you want to float? Let me give you a free float. Oh, and yeah, then in totally. return, things are like, oh, you want to come check out my brand new restaurant? I'm opening <laughs> a restaurant, and I, you know, why don't you come and have dinner? Um, or you know, I've I've gotten some really cool opportunities 
that I and got to meet some some really cool people that I probably would not have had I not owned a float center. I, tell me I'm not alone in this. It's like you you are you are not alone in being cool at a party. That is definitely no. <laughs> not. You are not alone. You will hold the audience if you own a float center. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Still don't feel cool. Never felt cool. No, I I, that, I don't feel cool. Um, but it's a cool kid magnet. Cool. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah I'm still, I'm still the cool nerdy choir magnet. girl inside. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I yeah. guess uh, when it com- comes to a party, Lance, do you, do you get the benefits of <laughs> being the cool guy who owns a uh, Sometimes, uh, <laughs> not all the time. Not all the time. I don't. I don't like to. I don't like to ride that wave. I just. I, I, I'm actually quite humble about it. When I was running my float center, sometimes I would. <laughs> I wouldn't even say I owned a float center. Right. I would say as a mechanic, just because I didn't no. want all that oh, sort wow. of. Uh, I don't. I don't <laughs> like that. You know, the cool kid. Where are you and, from? Oh yeah. I'm right. from Canada. We celebrate Canada Day, not Independence <laughs> Day. <laughs> it's three days before Independence Day. <laughs> yeah. Without an army, even you got your independence. Congratulations. <laughs> but you know, yes. it, it is kind of, uh, come on, I know, I know. And I'm, uh, well, I, so this is going to bring in a totally different thing. But, you know, I'm a woman running a float center. Uh, most people just look at Mark and assume that he's the owner, oh. so most people don't even. Oh, how um, little they know. I know, how little <laughs> they know. <laughs> don't worry, we got we got, card, we got business cards to correct that issue. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, is his his business card just say underling or what? What is his? Yeah, say? pretty much. <laughs> Minion. Minion, exactly. <laughs> nice. Mark Cheshire Minion. Um, Amy's, Amy's Minion. Minion. Yes. Amy's Minion. Boom. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I I mean I have to admit. I, well, okay. So here's here's saying something. I don't have a social life, so it's not mm. like I go out in public and tell people this because I just realized I'm never out in a situation <laughs> where um, any like I'm around people. Um, the only time I'm I'm out and about other people is when I'm doing networking or mm-hmm. um, or I'm in the center itself. So right. I I don't like really go out and advertise this on a on a billboard, but but the Flow Center brings in some really really cool people that I probably. Like I said, I probably wouldn't get to me. I get to hang out with football players. I get to hang out with, in the float center. They don't invite me to their house for the barbecue. <laughs> Bob? <laughs> it's all right by me. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I have to be social. Introverts and parties are right. really not good. Right. But, yeah, I, I've really enjoyed it, and it's been a lot of fun. I've got to, to do some things that, like I said, I haven't been able to. It's, it's, it is fun. Yeah. It's fun. It's unique, and it's... People do want to know about it. It makes it for introverts. It makes it really easy to talk to people. You have a really easy icebreaker. Oh yeah, absolutely, uh, yeah. absolutely an icebreaker. And and like Lance said, sometimes you just want to say wellness center. <laughs> you don't want to like, oh, this is a rabbit hole. This is a rabbit hole. I'm going to go down <laughs> the grocery line. Sometimes I don't want to is. go down this rabbit hole. Uh, <laughs> I, or, uh, yeah. Or like sometimes I'll run to old you know people I went to school with years ago and yeah. And they'll give you the whole, oh, hey, yeah, I've been meaning to come by. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll be. And it's oh, like, no, no, you. Oh, you know. yeah. <laughs> Three years in. Uh, yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah, <we saw> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had so many people at my old job being like, oh, yeah, we'll be there. We're going to check it out, blah, blah, blah. And for me, I'm thinking like, oh, great. We have like our first floaters here to pay the bills, all that. So, so few people actually showed up. I can't. 
think, I mean, I know over time people from my old business have gotten there. Not the people I expected, not the people who were like championing me. Maybe they just wanted me out the door, which I couldn't blame them for. <laughs> That's fine. But uh, yeah, I met uh, a musician, a beautiful uh, vocal jazz musician, Denzel Sinclair, who floated with us. And we just stroke up a conversation with him afterwards. And then we ended up getting tickets to the Schnitz concert hall, Arlene nice. Schnitzer concert hall, and got to actually see him that night. So that was a pretty fun, kind of cool guy moment right there. There have been yeah. a, a few few of those. And we always tr- try to keep it low key. We don't we, we like when um, athletes or celebrities float with us, like part of me wants to take their picture and put it up on our wall, you know, or put it up on social media wall. And, and we, we don't do that. But kind of behind yeah. the scenes, we've had a few of those pretty, yeah. pretty cool moments, some cool bands coming by or, you know, gifting, gifting some floats or like uh, after we close that kind of thing or after a show. There's there's been some cool moments like that that. Uh, I guess I, I kind of forget to talk about even like off the air, but yeah, actually we've had a few cool, cool guy moments there. That's uh, yeah. good, good times. That's fun. It that's is. Just, that's fun. It adds, you have some good stories, you know, to go, go into old age with, you know, everybody needs those. <laughs> right. And a flow center, flow center is a good way to get a few. Well, speaking there. of flow centers, Brian yeah. is, is a flow entrepreneur with, with art of the float. He started out as mm-hmm. the, the editor of, of the blog and doing the behind the scenes, um, you know, web website stuff. And so he has to tell his friends what he's doing. Uh, Brian, do you want to share what that's like? Tell him. (laughs) (laughs) So I quit my job in, uh, in tech startup land back in January to work at art of the float full time. And, uh, uh, the question you always get when you're moving on, uh, to other things, is like, Oh, what are you doing? What's next for you? And so I, I always do my best to describe like, well, it's a blog and podcast designed to help entrepreneurs start and run their own float center you know we kind of kind of consulting a little bit um and then weeks months later i'll get a message or having coffee i'm like hey how's that float center uh going uh do you guys can i come by and float it's like you missed it there there has been one person out of like the 15 i've spoken to that has been like How's the blog and podcast? <laughs> Everyone else thinks I run a float center. <laughs> do they also do a blog and podcast? I feel like the only person who might know might ask the right question to somebody who's in a similar industry. Am I am I wrong? Oh gosh, I'm I'm trying to remember who that even was. Who it was? I don't I don't think it was. I think they were they were from from my old job. They were still working there. Oh. Let's just say I was right and just roll with that. It'll be better pod. Okay, <laughs> yeah. <good. laughs> All right, sweet. Yeah, so I love love. I just read people so well. I just knew. I just knew that they You're they were in the pro, same man. kind of industry. Is, is that a skill you? That's a skill you've built up giving intros probably at the flip center. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah, I, I get really in touch with people very quickly. It's great. I just can read them, read them inside and out. <clears throat> so, um. I love my business right now. There were times that I did not love my business. And there were definitely times where I thought like, oh, I made the wrong choice. It's almost like I, I jumped off the bridge and mm-hmm. I don't, like, I can't stop, you know, like the, I, I, I'm not happy, but I have to keep doing this because this is what, what we committed to. And this is kind of like mm-hmm. all our eggs are in this basket. Uh, so like we just had to keep going and now that I feel like I'm on the other side of that, I mean, we got to a financial place where it was like, okay, we can have a kid now. Like, there's security here. Like, that panicky, scared, fear feeling was less and less. And like we talked about earlier, like, learned how to deal with that as well. So um, mm-hmm. I 
am amazed by what our float center has provided us and the lifestyle that we get to live. And, you know, we don't fly around the world a lot. We don't go on a ton of vacations. Um, but what we do get is tons of family time. Both of our families actually live in Portland here. Both of our brothers uh, live in uh, Portland as well or, or nearby. So we get to see them a lot. And we get to see them during weekdays, you know, not, not just on weekends. And um, every day we kind of get to decide what do we want to do today. Before I had my baby girl, <coughs> excuse me, I was bouldering almost every morning. It, it almost got out of hand. Like I was, I was climbing so much and it was so much fun. Like who gets to do that? Who gets to actually live that lifestyle and decide, well, I want to work at three in the morning tonight because that's when I'm feeling inspired. And that's when I'm going to write our copy for the float shop. Like that, that doesn't work when you work at a nine to five, which always drove me nuts because it was like, do you want my output or do you want my time? Because if you want my, my time, then this just isn't a good deal for me. I need this to be about my output because I can get this work done in six hours or I can nurse it along across eight and be really unhappy and planning my next business. So uh, they they wanted my time, so I planned my business. And so we, we created a float shop where now, well, for a while I had created my own cubicle, cubicle again because I was still in front of a computer. I was trapped inside that building for you know, 12, 13 hours a day. And um, for a while, it, it was that. But now I'm on the other side of that. And, and I knock on wood because the economy can change. Everything can change. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll have to navigate that as it comes. But for right now, um, I get this really amazing ability to just what is mine and, and the, the quality of what I create is just one-to-one -one ratio. It just goes right out there um, as opposed to, well, Sandra said I need to work for an hour, so I better... Uh, Better just hang out here. No mobile apps allowed on my computer, so I'm just gonna look at my phone and hope nobody sees me looking at my phone. Like, you know, like that's just, it's just terrible. That's just terrible. That's not how I wanna do it. So that that's something that I'm absolutely loving about it. And also like, if my output isn't good, if it wasn't smart and, and quality and didn't mean something to somebody, then it, it falls on its face and that's on me, as opposed to I put my energy into this giant machine that doesn't really give me feedback other than kind of like a zeros and ones type of feedback that's really just, uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't resonate with me. It doesn't mean anything. I can't really adapt in a way that's meaningful to me. Whereas if I fall on my face with something we do with the float shop, then I get to reassess, discuss with Sandra, and reapproach that differently in a way that has meaning to me and has value to me that I'm invested in. And that means the, the world to me, like to actually be inspired to be doing the things that I'm doing is fantastic. And, um, the, the re, uh, well, actually, before we continue, I, <laughs> I'm on a roll here, but I want to give a shout out to FloatAway. FloatAway is the company that's making the tranquilities, the float arounds, the float cabins. Uh, float cabins can be open and closed, so, so can the float arounds. Basically, if you want these high-end, beautiful float tanks, www.floataway.com is where you want to go to to check these out. Jenny and Colin are beautiful people. And uh, actually, Colin's speaking at the float conference this year. Uh, as he, I think he has uh, every, every float conference. And um, they're just doing amazing work with, with uh, the craftsmanship of their float tanks, the designs. They're they don't rest on their laurels. They're never done with a float tank. They're constantly innovating with their designs and what they're doing with these float tanks to make them more user-friendly, more beautiful, and um, just get everything that the 
float owner and a floater would want out of a float tank. So we're, we're thrilled with our latest Tranquility float tank. That's our newest float tank that we got in. And we got rid of our ancient float away Tranquility float tank and got a brand new one. And oh my gosh, that has been so nice. Uh, the starlights in the ceiling has been absolutely fantastic for getting people into a float tank. That's been kind of amazing by just how much is the little thing. Well, I say little, if he, if he were talking about it, he'd talk about how much crazy work goes into creating those. But, um, you know, it's, it seems like such a small thing, but it makes such a big difference for people actually wanting to get into an enclosed space. So again, www.floataway.com is where you want to go to, to check out Floataway float tanks. So, um, let's see here. The lifestyle now is so different than it was back then. And um, where was I going with that? And, and Lance, I know you're not at this point right now. You're not, you're not on the other side. You're right where I know we were with uh, the both burnout and needing extra money to come in, or at least fear of, of money not being there. And uh, Amy, you're at the point where it looks like you're like, okay, we, we got this spinning, like, I have free time again. Yeah. Like, what's the next project? Yeah. Like, let me take it on. Let me take on the next, the next thing to, to kind of fill yeah. me up. And, and for me, obviously the baby girl is a, a big one. And then also art of the float spending time with, with this has been like that. This, the float shops at a point where we're able to do a podcast, you know, it just was a written blog before. Um, it's easy for Brian and I to email back and forth. And, um, now we all, all meet up and, um, I'm, I'm able to do the prep and everything for that. And obviously we're launching a product like that's, that's now possible because the float shop runs itself. Uh, it, wait, wait a minute. That was a, a step too far. We still work on the business by all means. We still work on it. Uh, it does, does not, um, it would not have momentum forever if we were not continuing to work on it. Um, but what I meant to get back to before, um, talking about float away was the the reason I, was interested in this being an episode was because I was doing an initial consult with somebody who, who was interested in doing some consulting with me. And, um, it was a really cool conversation. One of the more interesting things that came up were, was that he was asking about burnout and he was asking a, about, um, you know, do, do you want, do you want to do this? Like, is this still a thing that you want to do? Was this a smart choice for you? And, you know, thankfully I was able to say personally, absolutely. I'm loving my life. But um, we did did talk about how a lot of people are experiencing burnout in the float industry and how um, I think that's probably, we, we agreed, is probably very true for a lot of entrepreneurs in general. But the, the float industry is definitely a, a tricky one that looks so easy from the outside, but it is definitely very difficult from the inside. So um, that actually was a little bit meta to me because I think we're, we're doing a good thing by talking about this. Uh, things like burnout and float centers closing, things like that. Um, it's a little bit scary. I think we always want to talk about how great the industry is and how everything's doing, but the realities are also really important and having these conversations are really important. So just kind of getting some feedback that, you know, we're, we're talking about this. Um, it always just feels like it's, it's just us in a room, but it really is getting out to the rest, <coughs> excuse me, uh, to the rest of the float community. And, um, people are, people are thinking about this. It's a discussion that's going on and it's a really important one that people know what, what they're really signing up for and, and what they're going to get out of their float center. So just wanted to kind of share that little bit about why, why this episode is occurring and why it's important that we have this discussion as well. Um, you know, again, like we have Lance who's in it and, and might think like this might not be the best choice, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm at a different point and Amy's at a different point where we're, we're feeling like 
some of the some of the successes out of it. But Amy, would you agree? Like that's is that where you're at? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I. <laughs> yeah, to a degree. I, I know. I, I don't mean to be hesitating. No, no, please. I. Uh, you know, like I said, there was a point where I wasn't sure this was going to be the next step. In fact, uh, I think I've mentioned this in past episodes where I said, you know, I, in order to go forward with the next float center, I have to have these specific things happen. I need this interest rate on a loan. I need this, uh, number on a lease. Um, I need this, um, you know, this location or this area. And if it's not, if it does not hit every single one of my demands, I'm not doing it. I've got other things I can be doing. I, I've always wanted to start a business with my father. Um, mm. After almost losing him last year, it kind of puts that in perspective. I, I want to make sure that happens at some point. And so I almost, I almost walked away. Um, wow. I shouldn't have say walk away. I would have always loved Float Nashville would always be there and be mine. And I would have enjoyed that because that is fun for me. Um, but it just so happened Everything came together. I got a better interest rate than what I thought I, I would get. Um, I got the I got a lower uh, price per square foot than I mm-hmm. than I demanded. Nice. I got a better location than I thought I could get. Mm. And so and in all these other little perks, I have three phase electrical, which was on my list. I had to have three phase electrical. I had to have gas. I had you know, and all this stuff fell into my lap. And it's like okay. Um, I'll do it. This is what I want. And I, I do think that people, when you when you are planning something else, when you are thinking about something, going into it, being very specific, I think it's the lesson I learned is uh, being very specific uh, really helped make things very, very clear for myself. Mm-hmm. And I got to that point where I was comfortable saying, if these things are not met, I can walk away and I'm still going to feel satisfied and I'll just put more effort into art of the float and I'll go help some more people and I'll do some more. I've been doing some marketing Mm -hmm. consulting and, and so I have things to fall back on, but, but all my needs were met. And Mm -hmm. because of that, I feel very secure after I'm talking about being on a precipice and my stomach being upset and all, but but the reality of it is, like I said, tomorrow I'll get up, I'll look at my projections. I'll be like, (laughs) okay, this is fine. It's good. We're okay. Get past that crap and, get this work done. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that, that's helped being very specific and, and here it fell into my lap and, and I'm ready to go. This is, this is where I want to be. Cool. And yeah. you know, one other thing, and, and Amy, you, you already brought this up, but, uh, I, I don't think it should be undersold is just the, uh, the fact that our customers are, it is an amazing experience. I would not be fulfilled working. I, I don't know. I don't know, at a gym, at a shoe store, <laughs> I don't know, like, it's certainly not at a Fortune 500 company, like, that That sucks for me, personally, um, and being able to actually benefit people's lives and, and see them actually walk out of the floats feeling that the way they are, and seeing them come back time and time again and talk about the benefits that they're feeling, you know, uh, one woman um, was... Uh, she, she knew that she was going to die pretty, pretty soon. And, um, she, she lasted longer than, than expected, but she loved her floats. She was in so much pain and those floats meant so much to her. And we got to actually hear about that. That was effing phenomenal for us to get that feedback. 
And I, I've probably talked about this on the show too, of just like, if it was always that, that would also probably weigh me down and that would be a bit too much for me personally. And the fact that we get the light stuff too, you know, we have the CrossFit guys coming in there and who are also getting really cool insights too, by the way. Um, like I really enjoy the mix of the type of clientele that we get and that we attract cool people. It's so rare yeah. that like we have a, a poor customer interaction. It's, it's phenomenal to me. And, and that is, I mean, let's face it, at the end of the day, if I'm having a bad day, if I'm in a, you know, in a panicky mood, all I have to do is go in and, and sit at the float center for, you know, two, four hours, take a shift. And all of a sudden I walk out of there with a smile on my face. Yeah. I feel renewed. I feel ready to go. Because the really cool thing is not one day goes by where I don't hear at least once, wow, that was amazing. I needed that. Mm -hmm. I feel so much better. Or, or some sort of of mix of that. And oh my gosh, you know, I'll never be a millionaire, a billionaire. I'm never going to be that. But at the very least, what I want to be is someone who made a difference in her community. And I feel, I feel that that's what I am doing right now. And I feel like that's what I'm getting ready to do as I move into this new community. And that's enough for me. Beautiful. And that's enough. Beautiful. Uh, well, my voice is at its limit. Uh, is there anything else you guys want to share, Lance? Do you want to share anything else before we sign off here? Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I love that. Lance, right now, uh, where he's at, the burnout that we've, we've heard about that he's experiencing, um, taking on a job to help support his business, and he's saying just do it is <laughs> awesome. I, I really dig that. No better note to go out on than that. So remember, everybody, there's an infinite amount to find in the presence of nothing. So spend some time there. We'll see you next week.